0: Hey, Business-Minded Mama, I'm so grateful that you are here and that you are ready to grow an authentic community and scale your impact. Hi, I'm Stephanie Perenza, the voice behind Business-Minded Mama podcast, local and small business advocate, and entrepreneur. I've created this community because I want to help business-minded mamas like you build your dream business By finding your authentic community and gaining control and clarity on the financial aspects of your business by managing your own books. Now, let's tap into your own potential. Hey guys, welcome to today's podcast. I wanted to give you three items to. Think about to look into to do within the next week and a half before we get to the end of the year so these are three things that are gonna help you prepare for the end of the year so that we can on January 1st start wrapping up your 2020 books now I know that a lot of us are in the midst of chaos right now and you probably maybe aren't working quite as much and some of these you may not want to pay attention to, but I do think that if you can just set aside a little bit of time for these three things, it will help your um, new year <laughs> uh, be a little bit more uh, streamlined and as you start preparing all of the things you need for tax preparation, doing these now or think at least thinking about them starting to think about them will really help you as we start gearing up towards tax season. So before I dive into the three things I want you guys to start working on or start considering for the year end, I want to remind you that I have a course out there for you called the Bookkeeping Basics Bootcamp. And I created this course because I truly believe that you, the entrepreneur, can manage your own books on your own, with a little bit of guidance. Doing this, you're gonna save yourself hundreds of dollars each month. I don't think that you, the entrepreneur, need to outsource your books, but I do think you need to have a very good and accurate set of books because if you don't, you don't know what's going on in your business profit-wise. You'll be scrambling at the end of the year in order to prepare your taxes. And so by giving you some simple, and tangible and just easy things to do each and every week or each month, I think that you can manage your own books and have a wonderful understanding of what is going on in your business, financials, and then at the end of the year, all you're going to have to do is send off a couple of reports to your tax preparer or import it into your tax software and you're ready to go. You can do this and I know you can and that is why I created the Bookkeeping Basics Bootcamp where I step-by-step step not only walk you through business basics like some simple terminology. So if you see a word, you know what it, what it means. I walk you through how to set up your business. So if you're an entrepreneur and you haven't actually set your business up as a legitimate business, meaning an LLC and you haven't filed with the IRS, you haven't set up a separate business checking account and savings account, I walk you through this as well. And then this is where we get to what I like to call the meatiest part of this course, and that is QuickBooks 101. I am an advocate for QuickBooks. I think it's easy software and it's an affordable software. It ties in with so many other third-party apps. For those of you that want to sync with your banks or sync with PayPal or Sync, with Venmo or whatever other apps are out there. I believe in QuickBooks. I know QuickBooks. I've worked with it for years and years. And so I'm giving you a step-by-step QuickBooks 101 and QuickBooks Self-Employed of how to set it up, how to get started, what to do each week or what to do each month. And we go through it from A to Z, getting you all set up and ready to manage your own books. And now, as we are gearing towards the end of the year and a start of a brand new year, I want you to know that now is the time. And I, like I mentioned earlier, I know it's chaotic right now, but now is the time to take control of your books. If 2020 right now is a mess, start off 2021 the right way. Even if 2020 is a mess, on January 1st, be ready to go with your new set of books, Okay, I'm here to help you with 2020. If you need me, just reach out to me, or uh, if you must, hire someone to help you get that sorted out. But then 20 January 1st, 2021, have this course under your belt, be ready to go, have your QuickBooks set up, and start fresh in 2021. I promise you, at the end of 2021, you will be thanking me that you went through this course, you went through what you needed to do to manage your own books, and at December 31st, 2021, you are ready to just hand everything over because you already have it ready to go. It is an amazing feeling, guys. I have seen the messy, messy books, and I have personally been able to help transform those, and it makes a world of difference when it comes to year-end and tax time. And so if you have any other questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I will put a link to the course in the show notes. I'll put my email and any other uh, ways that you can reach me through social media. Contact me, ask me questions. That is what I'm here for. All right, now for my three things that you should do to prep for year end, right? And we're strictly talking about how to prep your uh, financials for year end. So even if um, you have the best set of books right now, or even if you have the messiest set of books right now, these things should apply to you. And um, I want you to try really hard to do these three things before end of year. All right, so number one, which is pretty simple, but also I know that sometimes it can be really hard <laughs> to get people to pay you. <laughs> Follow up on your outstanding invoices, okay? It's really important that you go ahead and any invo- any invoices that you've sent out, let's wrap those up before the end of the year. Let's get that money in so that the invoice is cleared out, the money is in your bank, it's accounted for, and once again, you're starting fresh in the new year. So follow up on outstanding invoices. Number three, I'm sorry, <laughs> just kidding. Number two, so on the opposite side of that, let's pay our bills. If you have any outstanding bills, get them paid. Get them on your books. You're gonna owe them. Why not take that deduction this year? Pay your bills. Now with this, this is where, this will take a little bit more time depending on how many subcontractors or vendors you are using, how many bills you are paying, but you will need to start thinking about and determining who you need to send 1099s to. Now, some of you may be saying, what in the world is a 1099? And I want you to come back on Thursday or since it's Christmas Eve, if you don't wanna listen on Christmas Eve, I won't blame you, come back to that episode next week, listen up. I'm going to go a little bit into 1099s. It should be a really brief um, podcast for you, but I want to give you an understanding of what a 1099 is because this is super important. You have to send out 1099s. So start thinking about the people that you have paid throughout the year and let's determine if we have to send a 1099 to them. So once again, come to the podcast episode on Thursday and listen up and I will help you try to decide in that podcast episode if you need to send it to 99 or not. Number three, one of probably, once again, this is another simple step, but I don't think a lot of people think to do it. Sometimes it can be um, tricky to determine if you've left something out or not accounted for, you know, not accounted for something or whatnot. Sorry, left my phone on. Here's a simple way to do this, okay? Now, this becomes a problem when you don't have a separate business banking account. Right? If you have a separate business bank account, you probably know you've accounted for everything, right? Because you've pulled all that information in. But when you are using personal accounts and personal credit cards and cash here and there and checks and whatnot, and you're just pulling resources from all kinds of different accounts, you are going to lose track of what you're spending on your business or even what you're taking in. So one, if you don't have a business bank account, go get one have it ready to go for the first of the year have it ready to go for today so get one of those that's the first thing but even if you do have a business bank account no matter what it is important to compare your profit and loss to a previous period so if you are a brand new entrepreneur in 2020 you probably can't go back and look at 2019 but you could look month over month or quarter to quarter just comparing so what you want to do is you want to look at your profit and loss let's say you're brand new in 2020 so you can't go back to 2019 let's look at the fourth quarter profit and loss and compare it to the third quarter most businesses have repetitive expenses you're doing the same thing over and over most likely you have repetitive clients and so your income and your expenses are probably pretty consistent Um, Now, that's not to say there's not going to be influxes in either or or some accounts, but let's say you have a telephone bill. Most likely, that is the same every month. Let's say you have utilities. Depending on the season, it's probably pretty similar each and every month. So, you should be able to compare periods to make sure that you've accounted for everything. This is not gonna be 100% accurate. You may still miss something, but at least it's gonna give you a great idea if something is missing or not. If you had um, rent in third quarter, but you don't see anything in rent in fourth quarter, I think that's a big red flag. Oh wait, you know what, I'm still renting, so where did my rent expenses get put? Did they get put in a different category? Did I forget to input them? Looking period to period is super helpful when it comes to closing your books. Now, if you did have a business last year, I highly recommend just looking at an annual level. Just look at 2020 versus 2019. Does anything stick out? There are gonna be variances, but does anything stick out that's big? That's what you're looking for with this exercise. It's not meant to be overwhelming. It's not meant to take hours and hours. Honestly, you could do this in under 30 minutes easily assuming you don't have some massive profit and loss, which I'm not guessing any of you do. This is meant to be a simple task. You're just looking very briefly, very quickly for anything that pops out as suspicious. Doing these three things right now in the next week and a half will help you close your books quickly and easily as we enter the new year. I hope these tips are helpful for you. I hope you know you can always come and ask questions in the Facebook group You can ask me via email. You can ask me via direct message. And I'm so proud of you for those that have decided to take the jump into managing your own books and who are already members in the Bookkeeping Basics Bootcamp community. I um, have personally reached out to each and every one of my students because I want to know where there are questions. I want to know if there are successes. I want to know if there's still confusion. And so please know that when you become a member of this community, I will still be here. It is not sign up for the course and you're on your own. I want to make sure you are successful at this because the whole reason is for you, the entrepreneur, to get a better understanding into your financials so that you can make 2021 an even better year for your business. Did you like what you heard on today's podcast? Or do you know a business-minded mama that could benefit from hearing this? Take a screenshot and share this with your community. And don't forget to give me a review. Want to chat more? Find me on Facebook and the Business Minded Mama Facebook page or on Instagram at Mrs. And Sis or through my website, www.businessmindedmama.com.